1: Sleeping
0: Dogs, now on digital. That's com slash
1: Wondery. Hey guys, it's Jen and Julian, and you're listening to X Appeal, episode 40. Alright, she's alive!
0: Yeah, man! I'm That's- here! Scary, scary moments.
1: That's crazy. You got like no scratches, nothing.
0: None. Yeah. So
1: I guess Audis are really good cars.
0: Oh my God. Audis are so good. So I guess we should probably say what happened. Um, This was earlier this week. Actually, actually yesterday. No, two two days ago. Sorry.
1: Um, It was raining.
0: It was at the tail end of rain. Uh, So the sun was out and uh, I was driving on the 405 going north yeah. And uh, tractor trailer is right up next to me. And I'm at the time I was on the phone with my mother. Like I was using my, like my car was talking to me. I was being safe about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I glance over and this truck is like getting closer and closer and doesn't have his turn signal on. Yeah. And his cab was like right up ag- near my car. So I'm like, okay, of course he sees me. And uh, I sped up though, just in case. And yeah, I just saw him out of the corner of my eye come around and clip my car when he was merging into my lane without a turn signal. Uh, and then was I in front of you. what?
1: He was in front of you technically.
0: No, he was he was behind me.
1: He was so, behind me.
0: Yeah, so I see in my rear view mirror, like my my side uh, mirror, his the cab of his car hitting yeah. my car and dragging it. so so he basically he did a pit maneuver on me. I spun around. Uh, on the highway, like three times, um, I got hit by, uh, an SUV and then I got hit by another car and that then was in front of you. Huh? But
1: that was yeah, next was, to Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, and then spun around again and, and s- smashed into a concrete barricade.
1: A barricade. I'm so confused. Why is, um, uh, did he not see you? Cause you're in front of him.
0: I wasn't, I was, yeah, that's yes technically i was i was like because if if all the damage to my car is in the back if you saw my car from the front it was like Mm -hmm. nothing ever happened
1: because you're technically in front so he's trying to merge so he's like touching the back of your car like how do you not see see
0: it yeah he was just a dick and just drove away after that
1: drove away after that
0: away yeah and uh so i was like on the side of the road (laughs) of the of the highway i you know after i like hit the barricade yeah. my airbags deployed yeah um and on star was called immediately which is great <laughs> meantime oh, all my that. mother hears now oh, like imagine things there. from her perspective <laughs> i was like oh no oh no oh no oh no screaming and then the the line cuts out
1: oh my god like, so
0: in- <laughs> i uh i was like out of my car because they were like do you smell smoke in your car and I said, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know where I am. Like, I, I couldn't even tell you the mile marker at that point. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, well, just get out of your car just to be safe. So I'm standing alongside my car on the freeway. Yeah. And do you know that dudes were pulling up, like, slow, like, rubbernecking and blowing me kisses after this accident?
1: No way. My
0: car smashed up. I'm crying and shaking. Wow. And then, then two more uh, people pu- actually pulled their cars over and came up to help me. Yeah, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm grateful for them, and yeah. And then California Highway Patrol got called. They tried to go and and find the the truck. Yeah, yeah. they couldn't.
1: Okay,
0: uh, wrote up a police report, and my car is totaled. So, you
1: awesome. probably uh, it's probably uh, I feel like those big trucks like. It, it might be somebody who, you know, doesn't have insurance. So he probably was like, fuck, I'm out.
0: On a truck? On a commercial?
1: Yeah, depends. Depends, I mean.
0: I would think it's... that all those guys are like CDL certified and insured.
1: Maybe. Yeah, you're right. Maybe. Because
0: you you work for a company. You're not like a private driver. Like you're driving for a company. They won't let you drive unless you're insured. That's why
1: um, once I got a, a small accident and I started installing uh, dash cams front. And uh, my that buddy has sense. a back, back camera now, just in case shit like that happens. It's
0: actually a really good idea. I might do that. That said-
1: i on my motorcycles in case, too. Just Oh, yeah, your motorcycle.
0: I always think about you whenever I see crazy-ass motorcycles driving up next to me. I'm like, yeah. please don't. Please don't do that. Please don't be that kind of person.
1: So they really do insurance for you, then. You're going to... Because you got to get a new car, so... I
0: have to get a new car, but it's going to be an Audi, because... They've proven themselves to be yeah. extremely safe right now. I have a rental, a Jeep compass.
1: Oh, okay. No,
0: not that there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing oh, wrong you, with
1: that. Oh, you know, it's my okay. guy, you know, my guy at Audi. I'll, I'll, I'll I know.
0: Read. Oh my God. I wait until he hears what happens. Jeez. Yeah, I know. He's gonna be like this, this
1: chick crazy. Um,
0: yeah. So it, it makes me feel a little bit better though, that, uh, it wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. A And B I somehow landed in the emergency lane <laughs> Uh, wow. Facing forward, okay, and, and completely away from oncoming traffic. I have no idea. I and but honest to God, Julian, like for more than a few seconds, mm. I was thinking like, okay, well, this is what it's going to feel like to die. Like
1: yeah. that's it. Yeah. I can, that. um,
0: and I and I thank God that my son wasn't in the car with me, even though the the kid seat or the baby seat was fine.
1: Yeah. Right. So, I have So no idea. That the but, baby seat is important.
0: I have, I just have no idea how I made it out of that accident. And I only have a couple of scratches on my side and that's it. it. I'm fine.
1: Wait. So how does, oh yeah, because you don't have his info, so you can't sue.
0: No, no. they were like, do you even have, do you even have like a description of what the, what the truck looked like? I'm like, no, I, I think it was orange. I think I saw like a little bit of orange, but you know, you're not paying attention. Who thinks that anything like that's going to happen? I mean. That's that's my worst nightmare come to life, though, by the way, I have to say, even before this this accident, I was always afraid of of uh, semis on the on the highway because I know how they act. They don't pay attention and they're so big and they're so dangerous. And I've seen more than a few times where, like, tractor trailers will try to get in somebody's lane. And if you have no room to move, you're fucked. So
1: would you, if you if you if if he had stopped the guy and helped you out, like, would you have sued?
0: If he had stopped and helped me
1: no, like like whatever, it's the accident. He stops. It's like, Oh, my God, whatever. Because I always it's always uh, for me, it's always like uh, something very um, big in the U.S. where you like you sue when you have an accident. Nobody sues in France.
0: Uh, you know, we had this is a very litigious society that we're living in. But I don't think that I would have. No, no.
1: Yeah, because I mean, you're fine. Technically, so. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Just pay for my deductible and my rental. And- yeah,
0: exactly. That's that's what I would ask money for. Yes. Yeah. And maybe a little PTSD too, because to be perfectly honest, driving into work this morning was not fun.
1: Yeah, of course. But here's the thing. Here's the good thing. When they're going to give you your money for your car, for your Audi, mm-hmm. you know how like when it's total, they give you the uh, Kelly Blue Book value of your car? Yeah. Right? Um, right now, because of the um, the shortage, your car is worth more than what you owe. Ooh. Yeah. So. Yeah,
0: well, I'd be able to find a car. Like I was looking for, yeah. like maybe an e-tron or something actually because the gas prices are so high you know, and I know that Audi cool. has their new e-trons, but we'll see.
1: Beautiful. I don't know. In the sense of like, because usually the way they do it is they pay off. Like, you know, they'll say, okay, well, your lease to buy out your lease, it's going to be whatever, let's say $40,000, yeah. right? Uh, but your car as of right now, you know how cars always depreciate is worth 36. So we'll give you 36, Euro four. But right now, with everything, my car, for example, was worth $10,000 more than what I owed. Oh, oh. Yeah. Because, but technically it wasn't, but because I had a, an accident report, so it decreased this. But like I have a bunch of friends that have clean cars, and they're, they're, the value of their cars is actually worth more than what they owed. So they, they gave their car back, mm-hmm. and then they got a like $5,000 check from the dealer. And they just made Free money. Right? So there's a good chance that your car, whatever, you'll get maybe a $40,000 check, but you only owe 35 So you actually make five grand in the whole thing.
0: Oh, that'd be amazing.
1: I, it's I for sure going to happen. I'm like something, 99% uh, some, sure.
0: Something that makes it worth me not knowing if I was going to live or die for like 10 seconds. Of my yeah, life.
1: five grand. Never want to feel weird. that way again,
0: by the way. Never want to feel that way again. No, I'm sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Um,
1: so, so today we're doing a, a little like wrap up episode, right? It's yeah, it's, we
0: are. This is the end of, of our first season it. with Heard At Media. So this is fantastic.
1: Yeah, and then we're gonna do a little what two week break, two three week break, and then we'll yeah, we're, right
0: we're gonna we're gonna give you our our best uh, episodes, two mm-hmm. of our best episodes, and then before we're back for season two. There you go. And this is episode forty, yeah.
1: 40. and we are ending it with. Of course, questions of the audience.
0: Questions of the audience. Do you have the questions? Uh,
1: I have them right now in my email. Amazing. And I have not looked at them because we're keeping this improvised. Um, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 questions. Wow. Okay. Okay. Question number one. Uh, Rich Nazario. Rich Nazario asks, how do you stop obsessing over your ex checking ig meaningless texts mm-hmm. trying to keep them around how do you stop Oof. how do you stop obs- obsessing over? like your how do you ex? stop
0: feeling feelings
1: uh i guess and also like just like i guess maybe how do you stop man i just got out of shower my, my hair looks fucked up um i think yeah, like how do you stop just creeping on them like constantly yeah it's compulsion
0: it's a definite compulsion. I've done. I've. I'm guilty of it. I'm sure you're guilty of it. Or maybe you're not. not. You're probably not. Yeah. Um. Right. But we know that I'm a big creep. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, we know you use your dog's Instagram to creep.
0: Yeah, exactly. I used to. I don't even. I don't remember the password for Sophie's account anymore, so I can't do that.
1: Well, by the way, everybody does this. Everybody does like uh, has this phase. Let me make an Instagram for my dog, and then nobody uses it.
0: Yeah, yeah, so but maybe, it's, it's follow also- your
1: dog, and then yeah. you don't. You're not active on it.
0: I think, it's, I think it's normal to be curious about what your ex is up to. I think it's unhealthy if you do it multiple times a day, every day. Um, so I do think that maybe blocking the account is the best move. You can always unblock um, yep. after a while. So because, and I would say this because if you have access to it, you're going to watch. You're going to look at it. It just happens.
1: Yeah, but like you're blocking it, so it's like you could you're just press one it, button. Then it's out
0: of sight, out of mind. You're not going to have access to that person's.
1: But it's not out of sight stuff. because it's out of sight. E- like, how do you do that if you have um, if 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 you're not following your ex, but you're actively looking into the search bar, looking at their Instagram, and then checking it? Blocking them doesn't change anything because you can, you'll block them, and then all you have to do is press unblock, and then you can see what they're up to.
0: Yeah, but I think that it's just an added layer that you have to. It's like one more action that you have to go through to see the person's profile. I mean, other than that, what? Take yourself off of social media, take a little break for a while, and focus on you and your life, um, and and stop, you know, living vicariously through other people or checking in on people, which I think can be a little toxic if you're trying to get over somebody. It's just the fact that you know you can't run from it. Because it's there. Uh, so I'm just telling you what I've done with my past, which is if I find myself checking too much. Yeah. And I just block because it's not healthy. I mean, it's what's done. It's done. Helped. Huh? It has helped you. Yeah. Yeah, Locked. it has. Yeah. Because eventually, I mean, it, your your timeline gets clogged with other people and you just start to shift your focus.
1: So, what about if it's just mental obsessing, checking out text and looking at all pictures and
0: uh i mean i, I I'm a big proponent of deleting yeah, you know deleting the conversation, deleting the contact
1: yeah, I was going to say delete the contact for sure
0: delete the contacts delete. And, and then you know if you really want to spend uh, some extra time on it, then go through and delete all the pictures of that person from your phone. you can do it mm. It just might take a little bit of extra time, but I think it's worth it in the long run if it makes you feel at peace.
1: Yeah, it's that's crazy. I've I've never experienced that. i you've, I, never,
0: you've never wondered what your ex is up to. You've never thought so. You you love him and then like move on and then that's it. You don't think well, about him anymore.
1: I mean, right now, not really. Uh, I think I think at first, at first, yeah, maybe I was kind of like curious and sometimes you go look at pictures depending on on when it ends but like or how it ends but um so far i've mostly been on the ending side of it so i was the one who ended it so you know uh i felt like because i was done with it i never really felt the need to um but once in a while, if they pop on my feet, I, I look at them, I'm, like, I'm not happy for them, but I'm not like, oh my God, I'm, I'm not upset. So,
0: so that tells me that you, you are expert level at compartmentalizing your feelings. Shit, maybe. Because I don't know of, even if you do end the relationship, there's not that for you to not have a, a human curiosity about how that person's doing and how they're handling life afterwards, oh. especially if you cared about them in any no, measure. Sometimes, like, yeah, no, oh,
1: sometimes I, sometimes, like, what I mean is that I don't go out of my way to look. So it's like, if it pops, because there are people that I've dated that I still follow on Instagram, and sometimes they pop on my feed, and then I look, I look at their picture, I'm like, oh, that's cool, you're doing this, and then I move on. But I'm not, like, thinking about it. Hmm. You know? Also, I haven't been in, like, a long relationship in a long while. I was going to say,
0: so. so then, if you aren't present, in the ending, were you present in the relationship? Do you know what I mean? Like, cause, because to me, that doesn't make any sense. How can you be so there in it with that person? And then all of a sudden, when things come to an end, you are you don't have that like residual curiosity. That, like, yeah, I think
1: most of the relationships I've had over the last five, six years were just fairly short-lived. The point yeah. that the longest one, except from the one I'm at, the longest ones I've had were like up to six months, though. And, and it was fairly casual all the time. So I, I never really got to the point where I developed that, you know, serious attachment to the person. Yeah. Uh, so that's one thing. An- another thing is from, and I feel I keep coming back to that, but from li- uh, leaving my, ho- my home at 17 and l- living alone in Montreal and then Canada to college. And then I moved to California on my own. There's, I'm a very, very detached person. Mm-hmm. Just, I, it's like I'm trained like this, right? It takes me, um, you know, it's like I, for example, I haven't seen my mom since August, and I don't feel the feeling of missing her.
0: But do you right? talk to her a lot?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I talked to her. I like, talked to her yesterday. I talked to her like twice a week here and there. Okay, Sometimes so you, say you still have me.
0: communication.
1: Yeah, I'm still communication, but I am still a very independent and detached person. So it's like I'm, 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 you know, I feel like I, I kind of feel maybe differently. Than other people, yeah. Um, but then when I look at my previous relationship, which I think was my last relationship before the current one that I'm in, which was back to Montreal, so that's like seven years ago or something. Um, her, she's she has two kids. She's with her man, and I like I never go and look at her stuff. We follow each other. I'm happy for them, but I it has nothing. anything to
0: do with like your intensity or lack of intensity in your feelings toward that person?
1: I don't think so. I don't think so because my relationship was with her at the time was fairly intense and you know when, when we broke it off it was tough at first but then I, I just moved on. Yeah. Um and I do feel like it's there's this there's this um this little part of me that's just very uh independent emotionally. So it's just like hmm. yeah. It's different.
0: I kinda I sometimes I uh I worry about that a little bit. I do. I do. I do. Yeah. Because, because I want you to be in that place where like you just give, you give it your all. And, and I think you're, I think this is the closest that I've seen you you in the relationship that you're in right now to, to giving it your all. Like I feel like your heart is really in this relationship and I'm wondering, you know, what's going to happen like down the road. Um, but but like in a good in a good way, like in a good curiosity kind of way. Like I feel like good things are going to happen down the road for you um, with that. But yeah, I, I just I want to see that like that like transformative spark where you where you like turn a corner and you're like yeah, like I'm I I'm just like super passionate about this and like you know all in like totally all in.
1: Yeah, I just maybe, don't. Maybe
0: you're just like programmed to not feel that that way like that intensity of emotion that might be yeah might be. maybe it's because you're french i don't know
1: i don't know um oh no because you know how french people have a lot of french people have that uh, yeah
0: I, I i do know passionate.
1: that like when when girls or whatever talk to my girl right now they go they go like oh my god he's french Oh, the french guys are the best they're so passionate they're so into everything <laughs> and she's like well not this one <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, you got the, the book <laughs> out of the French. Uh, that's just, that's just kind of, I don't know. It's just, I think as I got older, it's just, uh, I think my, my, my mentality and, and the way I feel has just changed a little bit. So it's just, yeah. um, it is what it is. By the way, uh, it's totally off topic, but I never showed you this. I don't know if you can see it.
0: Oh Jesus. Is this it? Is this the one? Is this the, is this what you were talking about? oh
1: boy yeah, i don't know how
0: to do it is yeah. it iron man it's iron man oh it's iron man oh he got an iron man tattoo oh he did it
1: you he did. did it part of the cool kids so cool. next question uh did we answer that question checking ig is just basically block them
0: i think we did I think, like no Make it sight, out of mind as far as like. And,
1: uh, there's this thing, though. How do you stop from obsessing and how do you stop from trying off. to keep them around? Um, don't just like. Yeah, I think I would.
0: I would say do whatever you can to take them out of your uh, your digital life. Start there uh, and maybe that'll trickle into your cycle. <laughs> what's going on <laughs> up here upstairs? Maybe. Um, and if you can't if you can't escape those thoughts, then, yeah, maybe I would turn to a therapist for sure. Maybe they can give you some like tips and cognitive tricks to, yeah. to try to keep that person's at bay and the thoughts at bay.
1: Yeah. Also part of me, one would thing is like, you know, sometimes when you're with your, like sometimes you're reminiscing about your ex. You're like, Oh man, we don't know. Uh, when, when you feel that you're going down this little path, uh, here's what i would do i would just remind yourself of all the shitty things that didn't work out like all the th- right. stuff yeah like-
0: because a lot of t- you're right you're absolutely
1: know? right we'd be like no we weren't together remember when this happened and then like yeah. you just gonna get into this be like oh my god yeah no this relationship was so bad i'm done and then just,
0: a like, lot of people we don't think that way right you know? like we look back on it like oh it was just with rose-colored glasses like like what happens a lot with uh with yeah with relationships yeah
1: like it just you know? it ended for a reason you know but
0: don't forget the reason that it ended yeah you can't forget that
1: okay we answered because
0: this of something uh
1: okay this one is uh quite something uh zara, zara rose uh so it says the question is i'm in college and i get treated like a booty call why am i not the girlfriend is it my race and that's why i guess we're assuming she is a person of color or something other than white i guess
0: so um, she I'm gets not sure. treated like a booty call. See, yeah, I would need more know. information on this. Um,
1: I mean, you're in college.
0: You're in college, so like everyone's a booty call. Booty I call. hate to say yeah. that, but like that's you are living in booty call uh, city. Except this except
1: city. for you, Jen, because we remember you were a nun back in college. Well, yeah, you of course lived. I was.
0: Yeah, I was a nun back in college.
1: <laughs> Your booty no. wasn't getting called.
0: No, it wasn't. There were no calls on my booty at all. Um, but but I do think that this is like. Place for it, right? So inherently, college—you don't take relationships seriously in college.
1: But some people so are. Some, in okay, but
0: I'm saying I'm generalizing right now. I'm generalizing. Uh, I would say it depends. It also kind of depends on <laughs> on her behavior, right? Uh, and 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 what you allow, and the way you allow yourself to be treated.
1: Oh, so you're saying it's her responsibility.
0: I, I definitely am, am a big proponent of of women needing to hold themselves accountable.
1: So then how, okay, so sh- there's this guy that she really likes. She's into him. Uh, and because you know how guys do it. Like, it's like, oh, you know, you give the attention for to get what you want. So you'll be texting a little bit at like 8 p.m. Hey, babe, blah, 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 blah. She comes over, you have sex. And then boom, you were kind of like, okay, I'm done right and then you go kind of cold cold yeah so that's probably why she feels like the booty call but like how would you how would you uh how would you switch that because you, i
0: I wouldn't give him what he wants i mean i'm old so i can say this now uh, because i've been through those kinds of experiences but i i would know i wouldn't make it easy on him i would not make it easy for him
1: so then but you you risk him being like, all right, well, fuck her. I'll find one Well, then
0: fuck you. Well, then, then that's, then, then that's exactly you. You will get the respect that you command. Yeah. And I think that if you make it too easy for a guy to hook up with you, then yeah, you're not going to, you're not going to get the respect that you deserve. You're just not because guys that age have a one track mind.
1: No, I, I think here's the thing. It's like, Know how you feel towards this guy. And if she know, if you know that you are you want more, then you have to stop acting like a booty call. So it means you yeah. gotta make it clear. And you know, if he's not going forward with it, you should ask maybe she's you know, she could always ask to hang during the day or go watch a movie or go do something or like some type of activity. Right. And if it's not received well, then you know he's just he's he's just using you, you is, like is is just that deserves easy.
0: your time of day.
1: Yeah, it's just easy for him. So then get, yeah. get, remove it, take it off. It's
0: like the whole Harvey Weinstein, you know, mentality. Like, you're not taking a, don't take a meeting at 4 a.m. in your hotel room. Like, oh. you know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know exactly what he wants. Like, you're not, come on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you have to
0: protect yourself and you have to protect your heart and, and protect the, the respect that you are owed.
1: So, Zara, um, if you want to stop being treated like a booty call, don't act like one. Yeah. And, and just, you know, put your foot on the ground. We
0: don't know you, so we're not saying that you do, but
1: exactly. But like, you know, just don't respond after like 10 PM and, and, you know, try to hang yeah. out during the day. And if, and if, and if you see that it's not responsive or that he, cause there's always a chance that he's like, okay, fuck it. You know what? I'll go have dinner with her and then I'll bring her, you know, so, just yeah. you, if
0: he's not, so here's the deal he texts you at 11 p.m., you don't text back, he's texting somebody else, and he'll find the girl who, who's going to be there at, at 11 or, or 12 or 1 a.m. Yeah, who's going to show up at his house. He mm-hmm. will find her, don't let that girl be you.
1: All right, um, damn, all right, <laughs> Coach Collier, Coach Collier, okay, Collier asks. Oh, Jen.
0: I <laughs> don't like where this is going at all.
1: What did Julian do that you'd never experienced before? Hand covering mouth emoji.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> this message is also from Julian.
1: Uh, <laughs> Nothing. I don't think I did anything.
0: I don't think, I mean, no offense, but I don't think you did. No, uh,
1: we, we, we I weren't know involved in
0: say? You know what I will say? What? Something that I that I have never done before is date somebody and then want to be like their their Thanks. friend and yeah. their business partner. Um, but yeah, that's that's what you were able to to do. And I don't think I've ever, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, it's true because you always shit talk about your exes, but
0: I don't always yeah, look, at My look at me. Ex is just a shitty one. Look at me. No, no, no.
1: So I guess I showed I know, you man. that you could actually experience something with a guy and still have a friendly relationship with him.
0: Yeah have a friendly relationship but not just that but like also you know we have to talk we have to communicate like on a regular regular basis yeah it's not like you know we meet up for coffee coffee every once in a while um so yeah that's that's something
1: yeah that's true
0: wait a second wait a second can i vice versa that question yeah yeah vice versa
1: what did you do that had never been done before my answer what did you do that I've never done before? Um, shit, I don't know.
0: Nothing? I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> I don't like those uh, that are that are swirling around in that, in that brain. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, I can't say that because I, I mean, actually, I mean, it's, it's along the lines, but I am friendly with people that I've dated. Yeah. Uh, you're not like the first person. Uh, there's a few that I, that I genuinely like enjoy on a human level. And like, if, uh, if I run into them in the street, like I'll have a 15 minute conversation because I'm generally interested in, in how they're doing and, 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 and all that stuff. But I've never taken it, I think to the, to this extent where we're actually trying to build something out of it. Yeah. Um. So, so that is that, that's definitely something that, you know, that, that i've experienced with you but i'm trying to think on uh on any other aspects like even yeah there's nothing uh other than that you know also i mean guess yeah the the just a general idea of caring for someone that you've been with and now you have a day-to-day or weekly relationship where you we want you want that person to to generally succeed because if you succeed on the podcast and I succeed too and, and yeah. it's fun, fun adventure that we're doing together. Yeah. Um, right. but I, I still feel like I think if you and I were actively dating for six months, like, you know, going on three dates a week, then uh, maybe that would have been different. But uh I think you, so and too. you and I kept it fairly like we just vibe with each other, but when it comes to the actual emotional connection, we kind of kept it fairly superficial.
0: Yes and no. I, I because y- we are friends and the emotional connection part of it was it wasn't romantic. It was more of like a friendly based kind of yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So okay. I guess that, that would be it, like have active like communication constant communication mm-hmm. you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'm sure this person was expecting something else
0: i'm sure they were i'm sure, sure they were expecting something yeah yeah uh but not gonna get it okay not the one
1: there. uh danny one diaz 69 asks
0: danny diaz
1: jen was julian too immature for you to consider a long-term relationship with him
0: no, not immature. I wouldn't say I'm that you were immature. immature. I would say that you, that maybe you're, um, maybe, I, I, I just think our philosophies on relationships are too different. Yeah. They're just too different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. And that only reinforced, <laughs> this podcast is, has only reinforced that for me.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh God. How, life- different,
0: how different we are. I'm a little bit more, yeah, a little bit more traditional. Yeah. Um, when it comes to that stuff, like, you know, if I'm if I'm intimate with somebody like those those kinds of uh, not clingy feelings, but like attachment feelings come into play, maybe a little bit easier for me than they do for you. Yeah. Um. And I think I think that, yeah, maybe your ideas on marriage and like longer what it means to be like a longer term partner and like, yeah, that that didn't align with. With my ideals. Yeah. But that wasn't the reason that we didn't work out. I just think I literally, and I keep on going back to this. I, I keep saying yeah, like, like the it's friendship. true. It's the, it's the friendship for me.
1: But also, I mean, you say you're traditional, but look, you have a baby out of wedlock. Yeah. So it's not that traditional either. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, that's true. And I keep on telling like, I've, I've told several people this about you, um, that I'm like you know what Julian is actually a really good friend. Like you you check in on people. Like you you're there when it counts. Yeah. Uh, a... you show up. And that, and a lot of people that I can't say that about a lot of people in my life that they're that you can I can count on you on a fairly consistent level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Whenever you need me, I'll Abby. be there. I'll be around. Um,
0: We're getting sued. Um,
1: We are breezing through these questions. I know. Uh, Anon, anon, a n o n. Don't know how to pronounce that. Is
0: that short for anonymous?
1: I don't know. Maybe anonymous. Maybe asks. She asks. He or she asks. Or it. uh, Tips for couples who are moving in together for the first time. I am the wrong person to ask.
0: Tips for couples who are moving in. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Um, uh, would,
1: th- have a baby cause then you're forced to move in together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I would, well, oh, I mean, there's a lot of conversations that have to happen beforehand. I would try to make it as equal as possible. The, the, as far as like, uh, putting a down payment on the home, uh, rent payments, like lay all that stuff out beforehand. Uh, you know, who's going to buy, what kind of furniture like lay it all out because the last thing you want is for some one of you to feel overburdened by moving in together and it sours the entire experience uh outside of the the planning on it uh yeah i mean just just get ready to experience the side of somebody who you you haven't seen before (laughs) yeah you're going to hear all the farting. You're going to hear like. Oh, you're,
1: no, you're not.
0: But it's true. But but you will. Um, you will. You're going to see like all the the seedy underbelly side of 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 your partner. You're going to know what they're what they're. Are they good at putting down the toilet seat after they go pee? Um, are they do they are they the kind of person who makes the bed first thing in the morning? I- that's so they curious. leave their shit laying all over the place, like, or are they OCD to the point where you know it
1: matters so much? Just what what's the big deal if you arrive in the bathroom and the toilet seat is up? Just put it down. It's
0: annoying, Julian.
1: The girl, yeah, okay, whatever. It's respectful. It's respectful. You
0: know, the next occupant.
1: Once you guys are uh, strong, independent, and just put this. Oh, oh
0: my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my
1: god! Yeah, uh, uh, I I mean, you did point out a good. A good thing especially i feel like a lot of uh a lot of the issues sometimes stems from uh financial because couples have a hard time being open about money yeah you know about what you do and then also it's crazy when you look at like the amount of people that had different ideas on how to do it right so like you'll have girls that like think no we should be splitting the, the rent and then you have guys as like bro if my girl have to pay rent then that means i'm like a bitch right so it's like there's no way the girl has to pay rent no i'm have to
0: consider yes yeah so my my advice would be don't get a place that you can't afford on your own yeah don't get a place together that you can't afford on your own because it's going to put you in a vulnerable position and you don't want to feel at a disadvantage going into a big living together arrangement.
1: No, but I mean, if you, if, you, if you can afford both of it together and you agree on splitting the rent, I think that's fair.
0: Split the rent, but then also get a, get a uh, credit card together that is devoted toward all things home. All, all home, yeah. Yeah, that way you're both paying it down and it's equal responsibility.
1: Yeah. I feel like, uh, that, that would be a good, a good way to do it too. In a sense of like, you just create a little account where both people contribute, whether it's like a thousand bucks every month. And then this is where all groceries and house related stuff, you know, go, go. And yeah. then that way you and your partner still feel like, Hey, I, I bought dinner tonight. Like I'm treating us all that stuff. I think that that could be a good way with no, with no, But again, I, I don't think everybody is okay with that. I feel like some, some guys might want to split. Some girls might feel like, well, you know, if I'm doing all the cooking and the cleaning in the house, then I shouldn't be paying for rent and vice versa. Like, Or if the guy's like, well, I'm the one cooking, so on top of that, I also got to, you know. Also, how much money are you making? Are you mucking three times what she's making? Is she making three times what you're making as a guy? Isn't it f- like... If if so you those if, are the
0: kinds of conversations that you need to have. I mean, yeah. if if I can't afford to pay you my my share of the rent or or half the rent, then we have to figure out another way that I can contribute. You know,
1: there's also one thing too, um, which I think in paying your share of the rent, um, and I'm sure some people don't care, but like ima- imagine if like. Like, for example, if I know I was loaded, if I was making a shit ton of money and I had to rent a two bedroom for my, my girl and I, I and it meant nothing to me, I'd be like, don't worry, I got I got the, I got the rent. Like, I'll cover it. Right. Yeah. Um, but like sometimes I'll talk to, you know, my mom about stuff like that. And, and she says that there's also a lot of power into paying your own portion of the rent because you don't feel like you're living at his house. He's paying for the okay. rent of his house. Right. Um, yeah, that's true they could be that feeling too, but then also some, I'm sure some people don't care. It's like, I don't care. It, I feel like it's my house, even if you pay for the rent. So, <laughs> You know,
0: well, I think, it, I think it's worthwhile to have all those conversations going in before you even make a decision to move in together. Yeah. And then just also, you know, recognize that, that if you live in a tiny space together where it's like, say one bedroom, I wouldn't do it. Me. If you argue, you just exactly. know that you're, You don't have a place to go afterward you just have to work it out um or or just be uh, be comfortable being uncomfortable for a little while until you figure it out uh but it's an investment it's a big 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 step and i cannot say this enough like just make sure you have thought long and hard about it before you do it yeah okay you want to do one more question because i i have to by the way after this guess who i'm interviewing after this podcast thor Yes.
1: Chris Hemsworth? Yes. No way. How did
0: you guess that? I don't know. How oh, is that your first guess?
1: Yeah, it just had to be what? What are you interviewing for?
0: For Thor. Love and Thunder. Oh, new one? Yeah, yeah. Jealous? Are you jealous? Are you jealous? Yeah, I'm really jealous, oh, actually. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: Fuck. <laughs> can, you him, can you show him my uh, Lego Thor hammer? What? I built a Lego Thor hammer that's like this big.
0: How old are you?
1: <laughs> it was like a thousand pieces. If you have time, can you tell him be like, hey, my co-host I
0: have a, I have a friend he is he is 36 32, years old thirty two He is it doesn't matter. He's in his mid 30s and he builds a Thor hammer from Legos. A thousand pieces. That's how much yeah. he loves you.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, if you can give me a little like selfie videos, like he says, "What's up, Julian?" Oof.
0: I'm not gonna do that because that's no, 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 dude. This
1: maybe he'll <laughs> offer it. Maybe offer it after he sees my my Thor hammer, maybe he'll be like, you know what? Let me let me send him something.
0: Unbelievable. Does he do cameos? Maybe he can do a cameo for you. I'll get that for your
1: birthday. I don't want to pay. Okay, now, how about we do this one? Because we've been keeping this PG. Let's talk about sex. This one's sex.
0: Okay, fine. All
1: right, sex for the first time with someone. Does the sex position you choose give any indication on how your partner feels about you? Are there any insight gained from how you were treated during intercourse?
0: Ooh. Mm, that's a good one. Ooh.
1: I already feel like you. It's like, you'd be like, yeah. I, if I care about you, I'm going to do this position. If I don't care, I'm going to do this. <laughs> um you approved
0: it depends on the mood i think and i'm at work by the way so i can't really it's this this might not be the best best question (laughs) i'm in my office at work um i think it kind of depends on the mood right yeah if you're feeling saucy then maybe you'll be like a little more explorative uh but and that yeah i mean how you feel so it's like what you're in the mood for, not necessarily how, you, how you're it's, feeling.
1: It's funny how like sometimes in my opinion, girls kind of contradict each other, right? You'll have girls that says, I don't care about this dude. So I'm fucking wild. I do all the stuff that I, that I want to, because I don't care about this guy. It's like, whatever, right? Yeah, like, okay. You Never heard of a girl saying like, oh, it was a one night stand. I'm never going to see him again. I'm going all out. I'm doing all the shit, crazy shit, right? Um, Then from guys' standpoint, I know guys will have sex with their girlfriend different than I have sex with some random booty call, right? Uh, Yeah. So, So there's like this thing of like fucking your booty call and like just being like, you know, like treating her a little bit more with disrespect, Whereas your girlfriend, it's like you don't want to do that, right? It's like it's like you want to love her and you want to like be gentle and and, and, and all that stuff, right?
0: Ask Oscar um, me hammered that question.
1: Yeah. But then again, uh, in my experience, uh, it, it doesn't – like that answer to, to answer the question, the sex the sex position, do you choose give any indication how you feel about them? I don't think so.
0: I don't think so either. I think but, so, uh, I, but I'm kind of the opposite. Um, I will be if, – if I'm really invested and I really love or like that person – I tend to be a little more free with yeah. that. Um, try harder. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you give it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I hear you. I would. I think the same. And I, I, I get back to what you were saying. It's all about mood. There's moods yeah. where I'm more into like a little bit gentle, and there's moods where I'm like. Exactly. This is gonna be a. This is gonna be a tough five minutes for you, my friend.
0: It's be a bumpy ride. It's
1: gonna be a, 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 a tough four and a half minutes.
0: Four
1: and a half minutes. Oh my god! This is gonna be a rough one, I'm telling you. But, uh, but a female, I don't know. Like, does it, does it, like, if a girl does, let's say, doggy style, does that mean that she's more into the guy because she's giving him more of what he wants?
0: I would say so. To me, to well, that. But I can't speak on behalf of everybody. But yeah, for me, that's that's exactly right.
1: Yeah, but what if you, as a woman, that's the only way you get your orgasm is if you're in that position? Then you're also doing it for you, right?
0: Yeah. So when the stars align, that's great. Mm, but
1: I don't think so. I, I don't think that uh, the sex position indicates how much a person likes you.
0: I don't think so either. I think I think what? that I think I kind of think sex is sex, and like there's no rules there really when it comes to bedroom stuff. So.
1: The sex position always involves not seeing your face. That means she doesn't <laughs> like you.
0: Well, like, I've, I, that's that's happened to me before.
1: The guy didn't want to see your face. It was only back up. Yeah.
0: It was all, yeah.
1: Just the back. Never, of- never
0: seeing my face. I'm like, oh, what does that mean? <laughs> Who are you imagining?
1: Of course, that would happen to you. Yeah. Of course. Or I would like to think is. is maybe
0: like one of the best parts about me. But <laughs> but all right, all right.
1: Let's see. that's hilarious um, um, yeah cool cool hey, you gotta go
0: I do I do I have to go interview Thor um, did I mention that I have an interview with Thor
1: What's- fuck Thor? you let me say I'm, I'm gonna send it to you right now my Thor hammer don't.
0: I don't want to see your hammer I don't no,
1: it's massive too it's really I don't want to see I don't want to I don't, don't care. care I don't, don't want to send see it. it to the group chat please please show that to him Look at your phone. Look at your phone.
0: You just sent me a picture of your hammer.
1: Look at the size of this. How big it is. And there's a baby Thor.
0: That is ridiculous. Is that a baby Thor?
1: Yeah, it's like a Lego Thor. So that's the size of a regular you Lego.
0: Lego Thor together too?
1: No, this it just came like that. It just came as a Lego Thor. I put I put his hair on and and his cape. I,
0: I might. I actually might show this to him.
1: You should. Sure and by the way, there's a. This, f- my, f- I told my friend that
0: I'm cool. going to be interviewing you, and and he said, "I want, I want you." To- <laughs> show him. I want you to show him my hammer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Please, and I have another one too. I have a, a keychain with a um, Mjolnir, which is his first hammer in Thor, because the other one's name is Stormbreaker when uh, when he gets it for Infinity War.
0: I really might show him this. It's amazing. How tall is it?
1: Uh, it's, it about, like it's,
0: about, it's about a solid f- foot and a half.
1: I'm going to show you. Come go get it. Hold on. You'll see it.
0: He's so excited. He's like a child. Oh, my God. Oh, it's like so it's like a real. You can hold it.
1: Yeah, it's massive. Look at this. It's about I don't know how big this is. This is probably. I don't know, in inches.
0: I took a picture of that just so I could show him the scale of it. Okay. Okay, we're done. We're done right. here. We're done here. You can put your hammer back. Put your hammer away.
1: You can right. show him my Iron Man helmet, too, if you want.
0: Nope, not going to do that. Uh,
1: so excited for what I'm so That's Pinder. it.
0: That's it for this episode of <laughs> uh, Appeal.
1: Great. So we'll see you guys uh, in about, what, two weeks, two, three weeks? Yeah. Uh, we no yet. And... With um, season two. Ahura Media Production.